How's it going, everybody? My name is Austin Kierger, and I'm with Joe Klemzeski and Kevin Bernasini, and we are the Flexible Dieting Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about blood work. I don't know about either of you, but I would say maybe, for sure, I'd say the last five years, maybe six years, I feel like I've been getting a lot of people talk like asking me, but also just seeing online and stuff like that, like, hey, go get your blood work done. Get your blood work done. Get this, get this, which I love. I'm very excited. But I would say the last year... I'm starting to get a lot of questions about, hey, I got my blood work done, but what does this mean? Like I went and did it, but what, what does this stuff mean? So today I felt that it would be beneficial to talk about blood work and specifically focusing on a few labs. So when we're talking about blood work, we're talking about getting things like maybe a comprehensive metabolic panel done. We're talking about looking at certain metabolic labs. So some of those labs, I'm just going to read off real quick. We're talking about BUN, blood urea nitrogen. We're talking about GFR, your glomerular filtration rate, excuse me, your A1C, which is we're looking at your, your blood glucose levels, which is more so for like your diabetes. The previous two are more for kidney function and then also your sodium and potassium. So with that, these are some of the more common labs that people should be looking at as far as when it comes to their diet, because we want to make sure your kidneys are functioning pop properly. We want to make sure that you have your blood glucose levels under control. Sodium and potassium are things that we get in our daily diet, but those labs are critically important because if they are too high or too low can lead to certain uh, cardiac issues and nerve issues. So we want to make sure we pay attention to those. So I'm going to ask both of you this, but I'll start with Joe. Joe, in, in your experience and in, in coaching and just working with people, even clinical, I know you've done clinical work as well. How often have you had clients do blood work? Have they came to you and said, I don't know what any of this means? How have you approached clients and getting blood work done and, and then giving them any sort of advice to kind of, if they have some labs that are off, how to improve that? Yeah, I, I mean, there, it's a great, great topic. And there is definitely more interest because there are nutrition coaches now asking for these things, which I find a little interesting because as non-medical professionals, we, we are not physicians. Uh, I, I think it almost crosses a line for one of us to say, hey, go get some blood work. I might suggest it saying, you know, it's if you haven't had those things done, it's, it's great to see because I'm also interested in cardio risk ratios. I'm looking at triglycerides, LDLs, that kind of thing. Um, it's always interesting to see if you could pick up something on white blood cell counts and immunity that may have been there and you didn't even know that you were heading down a bad path with immunological issues. Um, so, so there are plenty of reasons. Um, I think some of the coaching things now are the endocrine panels. People want to always look at thyroid and testosterone and things like that. And they're just typically non-factors. I went over a, some labs with a client on Saturday morning and she was really worried about a couple of things. And I was able to say, you know, look, that's just barely over that level. This is pretty normal. Your physician would have flagged that if that was an issue. So I, I want to look at a lot of health markers. Occasionally, if somebody really isn't losing well, it's, it's even very popular now for women with HRT to, to be prescribed testosterone instead of just estrogen, progesterone balancing uh, compounds. So it's a great topic. I love looking at those things as well. Uh, even liver enzymes, ALT, AST, things like that that go along with BUN. So it's good, but again, you know, as a coach, we have to kind of know our, our place. And I think clients need to also recognize that your coach, no matter how educated Kevin as a, somebody who has a doctorate to nursing practice, uh, Austin as an RD, me with a PhD in nutrition, we're still not medical doctors and we're still not your primary care physicians or endocrinologists. 
So we may be able to help you with a little bit of insight on what things are, but your your final word has to be with your physician. Yeah, you nailed you you nailed that, and that was kind of the intent of of this video is just giving some some information so people can understand it. But at the end of the day, they still need to meet with their primary care physician, their 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 dietitian, and their whole medical team. You know, they need to get that feedback from them and and what they suggest. But Kevin, I'm going to throw it to you, like Joe said, with you and your your doctorate nurse practitioning. Have you had any? clients with labs or what have you, how, how have you implemented labs, I guess, with the coaching aspect? Have you had people do it? Have you said, just go talk to your doctor and maybe we'll take a look. How do you approach that situation? I'm in the unique position where I could do it legally, authoritatively, uh, scope of practice, all of that. Um, and I wrestled with the idea probably in the first two years of, of having the practice. Like I was like, do I really want to do this because I can. I see the the objectivity power in having this as reference points, but frankly, I just don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to muddy up my role when it's kind of already just it 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 is sort of sort of doing two roles in the sense of there's you know dietetic work, there's nurse practitioner, family practice aspects. You know, I just didn't want to make it more confusing. And I'm not the greatest to clarify all that anyway. So um, I just figured just be best, just isolate it. Um, I am a nurse practitioner who has, you know, who that that does nutrition work, but I don't want to be just a nurse practitioner that does everything. It's just that's not fun to me. Um, so it's been, geez, it's been a long time since I've had the direct question: Can I? Can you order me labs or, you know, something in that nature? Uh, especially as a business, there, you know, do I have interest in doing that for clients of mine? And I just don't. I would just rather be have I would rather have clients and patients have the continuity of care. If I'm not their PCP, then frankly, it just makes no sense for me to just do an isolated campaign or whatever lab that would be. And it just makes no sense logically. Just see who you're already seeing, get that lab. We can discuss it at that fact if we really need to, but more than likely, and frankly, the labs are just not that significant in the sense of what they may see uh or see what the trouble may be for some health parameter um or at least when it comes to weights you know is this is it is it my testosterone is it my my billy rubin no <laughs> um that's facetious for a reason but i'm just it's it's more than likely not a factor at all it may be in the sense of actual thyroid issues but more than likely from a metabolic uh standpoint there's not a lot of credence to it other than just it it's a factor of health rather than a weight loss issue, if that makes sense. Yeah. You, you both echoed something that I appreciate. And it's, it's with all our backgrounds, it's making sure we're staying within our lane. I think that with all of our backgrounds, the three of us specifically, we have a, a unique capability to at least explain what's going on. You know, if our clients have questions, I know when I've been presented with a a client's labs are like, I don't know what any of this means. So I'll go through <laughs> like, okay, like if you look and this is, Every clinic is going to be different, but there's going to be different ranges. So I could spit off and I wrote down a couple little things here, but I could spit off all the ranges to everybody, but your hospital is going to have some ranges. Sodium, potassium might be between 135 to 145, like, or sorry, sodium 135 to 145, potassium might be three and a half to five. It, there's just slight deviations in ranges. GFR might be slightly 
you know, 90 to 120 is kind of the gold standard measurements. A1C, we like to see under 5.7. So those are things that we like to see. But again, every clinic is going to be off just a little bit and not off, but off in the fact they have just slightly different ranges. So you want to use those ranges. You want to look at those. If something is under or over, you know, I think there is something that maybe could be explained if they haven't already talked to their uh, medical doctor, their medical professional. But I think at the same time, it's like Joe had talked about like triglycerides and certain things like that. And just the lipid panels, those are good to look at and, and maybe use as tools, you know, maybe say, okay, we've got a starting point. What did your doctor say? Okay. Let's create a collaborative professional team here, right? A medical professional team and make sure that your doctors, they've looked at your labs. We've looked at it from, from our standpoint. Now let's continue on our, our healthy and wellness journey. And then Maybe in a few months, we'll take the labs and see if some markers have improved. So I think it can be used as a, a definite tool. And I think that you both have kind of, again, I said this earlier, echoed staying in your lane because there's a lot of coaches that are like, let's get your labs done. And I have the magic potion to fix that, um, which scares the shit out of me, to be honest with you. I'm going to correct your hormones for you. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes. I'm going to correct <laughs> your hormones. I'm the new hormone specialist because I took a class on thyroid function and and I uh, got an endocrinology certification um, on, on one yeah. Saturday afternoon. That's on simple. one Saturday afternoon, I can fix it. It's this scary, but that's why I wanted to talk about blood work because I want this video to be the intent of if you are listening to this, there are ranges. You know, what? I'm going to spit them off anyways because now I'm fired up. Um, so <laughs> A1, A1C, like I said, we like to see that under 5.7. If you're diabetic, we like to see it under 6.5. GFR is anywhere from 90 to 120. We like to see that. And these are generalities. Now, if your GFR is right around 90, you could maybe talk to your physician to see if they want to do like a protein and urine test to make sure there is no protein and urine because that's kind of on that, that line. Sodium, like I said, is between 135 to 145. If you're above, you could be in hypernutremia. If you're below, you could be hyponatremia. So high sodium, low sodium, we need to look at that. That can create potential cardiac issues. Same thing with potassium. That levels are three and a half to five. Again, give or take your, your clinic. You want to look at your ranges. They're usually on that chart that you'll be provided. And you want to make sure you stay kind of in that sweet spot. If you're above, you're hyper. If you're below, you're hypo. And, and some of those can be simple dietary changes. We might need to increase fluids. We might need to adjust your sodium potassium intake. We might need to do something. Exercise and dehydration can affect these labs. So, and I, I've gotten this question a few times. That's why I wanted us to talk about it. So I'm going to throw it back to, to Joe because um, we've been kind of chuckling about the, you know, the certification and stuff like that. How do you approach that? So maybe you've gotten a new client. Hey, I was working with this person. They said I need to get my hormones checked, but I don't know what to do. I trust you because you're Joe and I know you. How do you take that approach? Well, I, I definitely, if they have the labs, we'll show them that they're probably normal. And even if they are low in something like testosterone, then maybe it's very contextual. You've been dieting for three months, your body fat's a little bit low. There are all those things that you need to take into, into consideration. But I think the best route for anybody to take is just long-term management. That quote that's bantered around often with pharmacists, if you can measure something, you can manage it. If you can measure it, you can manage it. And I'm sure it'll be shocking to you guys that I have had a continuous running spreadsheet since I was 20 years old on all of my blood work, because back before electronic charting, where some of this is there for you in historical records, I wanted to see, you know, is my cholesterol changing? Are my white blood cell counts the same? Or is my TSH where it is? So every single time I've ever had a blood panel, I go fill in those data points on the spreadsheet 
And you can see from the time I was 20 years old to now going on 54, how those things have changed. And I also plot my weight. So again, I know the context of where I was. And that's just extremely helpful because I, I find that that kind of gives me these little micro goals. Like right now, um, as I approach my annual physical, like I, I want to quote, kind of beat those numbers, right? I want to see some improvement somewhere. Uh, and it just gives you a little bit of, of incentive, I think. Absolutely. I'm going to throw the same thing back to you, Kevin. I know you said it's been a while since anyone's, since you've had to order anything like that, but um, can you think of a time or a situation where maybe a client has asked you about labs and and how did you approach that question? I mean, there's been even recently um, client just had, um, had kidney, kidney testing done. So just CMP and uh, they're concerned. It wasn't, this lab wasn't particularly mentioned in the in the key ones that he had mentioned earlier, but they're looking at protein and urine and and whatnot, and they're concerned because it was high. Let's looking at the context of this individual. She's a very intense exerciser, plus she eats more than sufficient protein, or you know, she, more than from a general population standpoint, she's eating or eating you know more than just the baseline protein. So you're going to expect some some protein to trickle over. It's not necessarily a terrible thing, you know, the the GFR and, and other parameters of kidney function perfusion are perfect. But that context of you consuming more protein than what's the usual individual might consume, especially your age, that's you have to consider that context. So, you know, it's not necessarily terrible, but having that contextual understanding is very relieving. Uh other times or historically what has always been a common one has been thyroid. We something we haven't discuss much here and frankly that probably deserves its own topic and of itself or video of just thyroid function but that's been one historically that people have always asked because there's a lot of sexiness on the indices of thyroid function when you're looking at re reversal t3 t3 t4 etc etc when if like what's the tsh <laughs> let's just start there because that's that's what's going to tell us more than anything anyways but it's just another cute way for functional practitioners really using heavy air quotes there um, to to just unnecessarily bill and order this and scare people shitless. And it's just unnecessary standard of care and just functionally. It's just, it's just unnecessary. You both are turning into investigators yourself because I've heard both of you echo context. It's fascinating. I love it. So big C. big C. So for everybody listening, hopefully some of these lab ranges give you an idea. Again, realistically, if you go get blood work done, you're going to get a printout, go look at the ranges. And if you're high or low, you know, talk to your medical doctor and, and, and they're going to have a primary care team for you that can help give you suggestions. But we wanted to provide some less intimidating information that hopefully you can use when you do get your blood work done. Maybe you watch this video. We just give you some ideas. Um, I know you can reach out to any of us and we have people that we can refer you to, or we can try to give you a little insight. Um, but I hope that this video helped everybody kind of clear, clarify some of these labs that I've been hearing. I know you guys have been hearing for probably longer than I have, but I just feel like it's more prevalent now. So I thank you both. I thank everybody for tuning in. We will see you guys at the next episode of the Flexible Adding Podcast. Mm -hmm.